hard to decide to skip a turn, not to skip a turn to come back, but I want to be able to keep up with the time that we're in. So let's learn Pashas Vayikra, because next week we'll be able to learn Zohar and Purim. They go together. Purim is very short. Zohar and Purim will be able to do next week. But we'll do Pashas Vayikra. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this tire, you'll see. Page Nun. Vayikra al Moshe Vidabra Shamelov me Olmoid. Pirshrashi, Ukhol Adibris, Ukhol Amiris, Ukhol Tsivuyim, Kodma Kriya. So Rashi says that Vayikra, the different ways of Hashem calling out, but we see that with all of the communication between Hashem and Baruch HaMashiach, there was always a Kriya, which is Lashon Chiba. Kriya is Lashon Chiba. It's a, it's a term, it's a language of endearment, of affection. Lashon Shomalachi Hasharas Mishtam Shambai. It's a Lashon that we find by the Malachim, that they use when communicating with each other. Shanema says in Pasik, Vikarazelza. Vikarazelza. Thank you, Shushka. Vikarazelza. Vitzarach Lahavin, as the Rebbe begins by asking, Loma Mefarish Rashi Zayas Bekriyazu. Why does Rashi suddenly explain this by the Kriya? of Hashem calling to Moshe Rabbeinu to come into the Olamori to begin the Seder of the Avodah in the Mishkan. Why over here? We know that there's a general klal that Rashi will explain the first appearance of something in the Chumash. When it first appears, he'll explain it in the first place that it appears. And if he doesn't, then he has a very good reason why he's waiting to explain it elsewhere. So the Rebbe asks, why does Rashi wait all the way until Sefer Vayikra to tell us the meaning of the word Vayikra, when Hashem calls out V'loi Bisna. It could have been in the beginning of Sefer Shemos. Shenema, where there it says, Vayashem Kisar Liros, Vayikra Elovelukimitach Hasna. There it says that Hashem called to Moshe Rabbeinu from within the Sna. Vayamim Moshe, Moshe Vayam Hineni. And, and even a, a little bit further along, in Pashas Yisro, V'chein B'kabal Satar HaShakosuv, V'yehud HaShem Al-Hasinai, El-Rosh HaHar, V'yikra HaShem Al-Mayshah, Rosh HaHar, V'yal Mayshah. And HaShem called to Mayshah Rabbeinu to come to the top of the mountain. V'yal Mayshah, Mayshah Rabbeinu went up. So the question, the question is, why why is it that Rashi waited until Sefer Vayikra? There are Vayikras before. Rashi should have explained then. It's a Lashon Chiba, it's a very affectionate way of speaking, it's the way the Malachim speak to each other, you should have said that before. Why over here by Vayikra? So Vayikra is the safer of sacrifices, of Karbanas. And the Rebbe explains... 
That by the Akeda, Avram Avinu brought the ayel, the animal, as a substitute. Tachas bina. Instead of bringing Yitzchak, as he originally thought he would have to do, so he brought the ayel tachas in place of, instead of. And we see this concept of tachas, of instead of, of in place of, as a substitute for. We see this in all of the parashiyas of korbanas, wherever there's a sacrifice. As it says in the beginning of Ayikra, Adam ki yakriv mikem. Adam ki yakriv mikem. Which Chazal explained to us, Rashi and Chazal explained to us, that even though the sacrifice is, of course, not mikem, it's not a human sacrifice, the animal's brought up for sacrifice. But, korbanis habehemis boim tachaseish. The sacrifice of the animal, as Chazal and the Rishonim explain, is instead of the person who himself really should be brought upon the Mizbeach. Really, we should be ourselves upon the Mizbeach. We should give up our lives for the mistakes that we've made as an offering to Hashem. The animal is instead of the person. That's why it says, Adam Kiyak with me camp. Adam Kiyak with me camp, because on a deeper level, the carbon is me camp, it's from us. You bring an animal instead of the person. Or another example of this, Ubatanas, when it comes to a fast day. When it comes to fasting, We ask Hashem by a fast, please Hashem, consider the laws of, of, our, of our own fat and our own blood through fasting, Consider it that it's a nechshav That Count it as if we have offered our, the fat of our body and the blood of our body. Uh, consider it as if we've brought it as an offering to you. We're not mamish giving our fat and our blood, but through our fasting it should be considered ki'ilu, as if. It should be, like a, it should be considered like a carbon. We gave up the eating and drinking today. It should be like a carbon. Kilo, we sacrificed ourselves to you. So we see this tachas instead of. And then the Rebbe takes this one step further. And he learns from the Akedah and from fasting and from Korbanis this Yesod, which is all suffering that human being goes through. Memarkin Avanaisav Shaladam. Have the ability to bring atonement for our, to bring kapara, to cleanse us of our affairs. Because if fasting weakens a person, if not eating for a day is considered like as is considered as if it was an offering on the mizbeach, just fasting for a day is considered an offering upon the mizbeach. Then Allah has come of a kama. When human being goes through suffering and misery day after day after day, how much more so? Because we're Jews, how much more so? 
Chol Yisurei Yisrael Minei Karbanas Hei. All of the suffering of Jews are types of korbanas, are sacrifices. The suffering that we go through is tachas, is in, instead of and satisfies the requirement of something being brought on the Mizbeach. Avram Vino brought an animal instead of his son, and it was considered as if he brought Yitzhak up for the Akedah. When we bring an animal up to the Mizbech in the Beis HaMikdash, it's Adam Kiyakov Mikam. That giving up, paying the money and getting the animal, and the animal being sacrificed, is Ki'ilu I went on to the Mizbech. When I fast and I give up a little bit of my body weight, then it's Ki'ilu I'm on the Mizbech and giving up my, my life fascia. So the Rebbe just follows through that. This is how much more so when a Jew suffers. Call Yisura Yisrael Mine Karbonis. All Jewish suffering is Mine Karbonis. They're offerings. Now, obviously, the Rabbi meant that whatever it is that needs somehow, that there needs to be some kapara, that whatever tikkun mm-hmm. needs to be, that it should be through our suffering. It's Kilu, we were on the, we were on the Mizbeach. Different types of suffering, different types of losses, different types of karbanas. And if a day of fasting weakens a person, and that's considered such a great sacrifice, then how much more so we who are so weakened by our suffering, by our starving and our suffering, that it should bring a kapara should bring a big kapara, and we should be part of from, from having to die ourselves. So, of course, that's what happens by the Mizbeach. You bring the animal, and then you don't have to die, right? By the Akedah, you bring the animal, and Yitzhak Avinu lives. So the Rebbe is saying, it should be a carbon. Our suffering should give us, bring us kapara, and should bring us life. L'chein, therefore... Mirami's Bezerashi, so the Rebbe says a very deep, beautiful thing. And that's why Rashi waited until Sefer Vayikra. It says Vayikra earlier in Shmois by the Sna, and it says Vayikra by Maimon Hasinai, but Rashi held back until Sefer Vayikra. Mirami's Bezerashi, Shebechol in Yoni Karbonis, because this Sefer Vayikra is the book of Karbanis. It's it's entering now, we're entering into the into the parish of Karbanis. Rashi waited to bring This chiddush of kriya shalchiba, of Hashem's speaking to us in a way of affection and endearment, that vayikra is a lashon of chiba, and Rashi waited because the korbanas of the yisurim sacrifices that Jews make by bringing animals, by bringing their own personal suffering. 
Then you're not sacrificing an animal yet. You're, you're, you're sacrificing yourself because you're a Jew and you're suffering because you're a Jew. So neither shagam kain kriya shal chiba shal kadosh baruch hu But we have to be able to hear the kriya shal chiba. Any time that a human being makes a sacrifice, the chiba is the strongest chiba. Wherever there's mesirus nefesh, the kriya shal chiba is the strongest, most powerful kriya shal chiba. So there are other places, of course, where Rashi could have said that vayikra means a kriya shal chiba. But, but Rashi waited until Vayikra, because when human beings sacrifice for the sake of God, then Hashem's Kriya contains the strongest Chiba. You understand? It's the strongest Chiba, the strongest love, the strongest affection. When a person gives up, he's most nefesh for being a Jew. So therefore Rashi waited with the safer, until the Sefer of Karbanis, until Adam Kiyakriv Mikem, giving yourself up, suffering because you're a Jew. Vayikra, Loshon Shalchiba. Hashem calls in a language of affection, of endearment. That's the first Mahalach. And the second Mahalach, the Rebbe goes into this whole Indian with the Malachim. That Rashi brings down from Chazal that by the Malachim we find such a lotion of the Korah Ze'elzeh. So he explains, Oid Evshe, Kivakorah Ze'elzeh, Umetargeminon, and the Targum translates, as we say every day in the Volatziyon, Umekablan Dein Midein. So when it says by the Malachim that they call out, to each other, they communicate. They call out to each other. The Targum translates that calling out Kriya is that the Malachim are Makabal, they receive from one another. Kriya, the Korazelze, is a Makablan, Umakablan, Dain Midain, Makablan, Dain Midain. They receive one from the other. As we say in Uvalitsiyan. So the Zohar says a remarkable thing. The Zohar says, Shehosha Malachim Mekablan Dein Midein. This ability of the Malachim to give to one another, to call out, meaning to give to each other. That each one is calling to the other, and in doing so is giving to the other. Mekablan back and forth, Mekablan Dein Midein. The ability of the Malachim to do this, Shehosha Malachim Mekablan Dein Midein, Yisrael Garmin Lahen. We here on earth, Yisrael, we are the ones that empower the malachim, the angels, to receive from one another. We are the ones that give the malachim that ability. That's what the Zohar says. Kad mekablin da mida, 
Ben Baraisa, Ben Bimamayna, Aynsha. What does that mean? How do we give the Malachim? Each Malach on its own is a separate world. And each Malach has nothing to do with another Malach. Every Malach has its own Shlichas. And the Malachim really have nothing to do with each other. Each Malach has its own job. So how is it possible that suddenly these Malachim are giving to one another and receiving and giving back and forth? What is it that breaks down the barrier between these Malachim that enables them to share and to give back and forth to be Mekabal and Dein So the Zohar says, this happens because Jews on earth are learning Torah from one another, are receiving help from one another, are giving tzedakah to each other, are giving chizik to each other. That's what the Zohar says. That because here on earth, a Jew receives a favor from another Jew. A Jew is makabel from another one. And he's makabel from you. And they help each other, and they communicate in that way of ahava, of love. O makabel and dain mi dain. The Zohar says, that empowers the malachim to be able to cross over to the other. In that kriya of v'kara zelza, of makablim dain mi dain. That's what the Zohar says. V'loi rakish anoist, the Rebbe explains, V'loi rakish anoist in zelaz at tzedakah, g'milis chasodim makablim dain mi dain. Not only when Jews are giving tzedakah to each other, are supporting each other financially, is that mekablin deng mi deng, that they're giving to one another or receiving from one another. Ragam kishishemei ish mitzaris Yisrael. There he says that when one tzibroch neyid listens to the tzaris of his friend, and then the friend listens to his tzaris, it's not only tzedakah, it's not only Torah. The Rebbe is saying what happens when Jews are so broken. First of all, they have no more money left. We can't give each other any money. We have nothing. We can't give each other food. We don't have anything. To learn with each other, the Rebbe was always encouraging them, but it's very hard. But one thing the Rebbe said we definitely can be makabim demi dame, which is what? What? Sharing our tzaras, talking to each other, giving chizik to each other. Our tzaras, we have that tzaras, we have plenty to talk about. Makabim demi dame. Each one to give the other, to listen to the tzaras. This one crying about what happened to my kid, and this one crying what happened to my, my, my mother and my father. My business was taken away. When a Jew hears the tzaras of another Jew, and he does whatever he's able to do to somehow help that person. If he's able physically to do something, good. And if not, to give him a chizik, whatever it is. And just by his own heart being broken, and by the blood being frozen in his, in his veins, hearing the tzaras of another Jew, that's giving to somebody. By hearing that other person and feeling his pain to the point that your heart is broken and your blood freezes from his pain and then he hears your story that's called Mekabal Mindein Mideh 
Umilev Nishbar Isa Chuvil Hashem, Ugamis Palal Elovis Borg Bad Yisrael, and with your broken heart that help, that brings you to try to do some chuva in your life. And to Davim to Hashem to help Am Yisrael. You received from that person a broken heart. By hearing his sorrows, you received his broken heart. And with that broken heart, you now you help him as much as you can, and you daven to Hashem for, for this Jew and for other Jews. And you yourself think about doing tshuva. And you yourself realize how vulnerable you are and how life is falling apart. The top center. Gam zois kabolihi. This too is a kabbalah. This too is in the category of mekabling dein midein. Gam zois kabolihi shem mekabling dein midein. Shem mekabul mehem shvirus alei vatshuva. Vatshuva. By listening to his sorrows, I receive a broken heart. I give him comfort, and I receive a broken heart. And my broken heart brings me to do tshuva, to daven. And the Jew who tells you his sorrows, he receives from you some compassion, your compassion, and maybe even something you could do to help him, in some way to help, to help him with his suffering. The gam tefilah the garim is so the Rebbe is telling the Eden over there that we have no money, we have nothing that we could give each other. The Torah is very hard to learn now, but we can listen to each other. We could hear each other's sorrows, and in that way we could be mekablim dein midain, and through that the malachim are empowered and are mekablim dein midain from us now as well. The Malachim are Vakaros El Zeva Omar. I'll be Kabbalin Dein Midain. But now the Rebbe goes to the next level. Look. Vine Anachnu Kibano Mehamalachim. So we give them we give the Malachim this ability to be Makabin Dein Midain. We're the ones that give them that ability. But the Rebbe says we also receive something from the Malachim, the other way. We get something from the Malachim. What do we get from the Malachim? Baruch Shem Kivayd Malchuso Le'Elam Ve'ed. Baruch Shem Kivayd Malchuso Le'Elam Ve'ed. Kamaisha Amru. Chazal explained. At footnote one, in, in, the, uh, in this newer edition, he brings the entire Maima from Chazal. Look inside footnote one. Dov'acher Shema Yisrael. Rabbanan Amr Bishosh Olam Ha'ishel when Moshe when he went up to Shemaim, Shomal Malachi Hasharish Ayyim Lakajborhu Borg Shem Kivad Machus Loilam Ved. Moshe Ben Shemaim heard the Malachim saying such a praise. Borg Shem Kivad Machus Loilam Ved. Vahirid Aisal Yisrael, he liked it. And he brought that down for us. Moshe Ben came down, not only with the Luchais, but the Torah, Moshe Ben came down with this Nusach, a Borg Shem Kivad Machus Loilam Ved. Beloma Ain Yisrael Ayyim Aisal Fahasya. So the Medrash asks, how come we, we say it quietly, we whisper it, except for Yom Kippur. How come we whisper it, we say it quietly after Shema? Why don't we say it out loud? 
Amravasi, Lamada Vadoima, to what can this be compared? La Echad Shagonav Kaisme Mitoich Palton Shalmelach, and Nosno Li Ishtai, Vamula Altis Kashti Baba Fahesia. It's a marshal of somebody who stole some uh, piece of jewelry from the palace to bring to his wife as a gift. And he says, But do me a favor, don't go marching around, don't go wearing this uh, jewelry in public. It says the palace of the king, you know, all over it. Only, only put this on in the house, quietly. So therefore, we don't say out loud, because Moshe took it from Shemaim, so to speak. It's a very deep opinion. Moshe brought it down from Shemaim. Except on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we have many men hugging like Malachim. So Yom Kippur, when we are on a Madrega like a Malach, when Jews are like Malachim, then we're like Malachim, so it's already like Kilo, we're angels, and we could say, out loud. So on Yom Kippur, we scream it out loud. We're not hiding anything. During the rest of the year, we say it, we say it in a whisper. Yom Kippur, we say it out loud. That's the Medrash. Back on top. So we got this from the Malachim. We gave the Malachim the Koach of Mikablin Dein Midein, of the Korazelza. We gave that to them. And we got from them Bor Shem Kvod Machus Alelonved. Vahamalachim Mikablin Mitonu is a Kriya Shehiya Mikablin Dein Midein Kniskal El. So what's interesting is that we also are Mikablin Dein Midein between us and the angels, right? We also have a relationship like that. We gave the Malachim the ability to be a Makabo one from each other, one from the other because of our hearing the Tsaris from one from the other. So we gave the Malachim that koach. And we also received from the Malachim. So there's a there's an exchange program of Makabim Dain Midain between us and the Malachim as well. They receive from us the Koach of Kriya, and we receive from them the Kriya of Baruch Shem Kavad Machus But there's a difference between the two. And the Rebbe explains, HaBaruch Shem Kavad Machus Now, that we receive from the Malachim, Baruch Shem Kavad Machus Eloilam Ve'ed, Shekibalnum Yamalachim, Onu Oymim Belachash. We say it in a whisper. We say it quietly. But the Zelza that the angels received from us, they screamed that out in Shemayim. As it says in the Pasuk, the It says in the Novi Yeshaya, the end of the Pasuk, the Zelza that the Malachim call out one to the other in such a loud voice that all the heavens are shaking. The whole universe is shaking because the Malachim are screaming. So the Rebbe says this is fascinating. By the Kriya of the Malachim that they received from us, which is Mekam and Demidain, Davka the Navi says that it's was screaming loud. What we received from the Malachim, it's Davka what? Belachish, a whisper. We say it quietly. That's how it comes out. Why? 
Because this that the Malachim received from us, of the Jews hear and listen to the tzars of one another, it's coming from the tzaras of Jews who are totally broken and they're helping each other in that state of being broken and a kriya that comes in a state of tsar, of anguish, and ka'ev, and pain, he bekol is a scream. It's a scream. So the malachim are screaming to each other. Remember, the malachim are mekabli dein midein, the karazel zev amar, that's from us. So they're receiving from us. That's a reflection of what's, what we're doing on earth. Therefore, even though we might be hiding in bunkers and we can't scream, because if we scream, the Nazis are going to find us. But in Shemaim, the Malachim are screaming. Because the Malachim are, are echoing, are a reflection, are receiving that Kriya from the Tzah, the crying, the Ka'ev, the pain of Jews in this world. Therefore, in Shemaim, it comes out, Mamish is the most unbelievable scream. The Gam HaMalachim Tzorak in Bekol. And the Malachim and Shemaim are screaming out, Mirachmonis al Tsar Yisrael. Mirachmonis al Tsar Yisrael. From the Rachmonis that they have over Tsar Yisrael, they're, from, they're receiving from us. The Malachim are hearing our Tsaris, our Tsar. And they're Makabim, that gives them the Koch, and Makabim, but it's taking place with screaming, with crying. Because that's what they're hearing from this world. Just let's finish this point. That's what they're hearing from this world. Now the other way, but we go the other way, and that we receive from the malachim, but we say that belachash, we say it as a whisper. The reason for that is, the malachim and shemaim are not experiencing pain; they're not screaming, they're not crying. When they say it doesn't contain any. There's no pain. The angel is not... It's not an expression of their pain. And the Rebbe says, Is it possible for any angel to truly taste, to really taste the tsar, the anguish of a Jew? When a Jew is being beaten? They might be able to imitate. They might be able to scream because they hear the screaming from down below, so they imitate us above. And they call out the Korazel Zeva Omar. But they themselves, the angels, are they able to feel the pain of a Jew? They can't. Therefore, we receive from them, but it's a whisper. It's not a scream. Can an angel possibly taste the suffering of a Jew? When he's being beaten... Or can he feel the embarrassment, the humiliation, the degradation of a Jew? When they're chasing after him and being mavaza him and disgracing him? Or as Pachto, does an angel feel the, the fear 
of a Jew, the pachad of a Jew. When the whole place is swarming with Gestapo, does do the Malachim feel what that's what that's like? Or is Anusa Bishala Or does an angel know what it feels like to be starving to death? So they, the angels gave us a gift. It's called Barushem called Mahusullah, but it comes in a whisper. Because the Malachim in Shemaim it's very, very sweet, it's very soft, it's very dignified. There's no pain, there's no crying, there's no screaming. So that's what we took from them. Baruch Hashem Kermachuzulavet is a whisper. But the Malachim were makabal from us is that they're echoing the screaming and the crying of, of what we're going through on earth. Yeah. I don't know if it's now defense, but it's but there is empathizing. But what the Rebbe said, you're correct. What the Rebbe said in Kisis is that Moshe Benu would not stand for a, 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 a representative from the Malachim because of what the Rebbe is saying now, that a Malach can't possibly be in that same place. And he's saying that again. A Malach can't possibly be in that place. He can mimic. The Malach can mimic. Sometimes you see that when a, 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 if... It's interesting to watch a baby's face when when there's an older child or an adult that's sad or crying, then the baby starts to the baby starts to make make a face like crying also. And if you ask the baby, "What are you crying about?" He says, "I don't know." The people that I love are crying, so I'm crying. So there is a level of empathy, but it's more mimicking. A malach can't feel that badness. Is there Rachmanis? The Rebbe said it's Rachmanis. So can become Rachmanis outside Yisrael, but but the Rebbe saying now, but but a Malach can't feel what that's like. There is there is a degree of empathy. Look, all of us can empathize with a person who Lolena was blind, or has some other sickness, or some other handicap, and empathy is a very holy thing, but. No, you walk away and it's good. It's, but to, but to mamish feel that what it's like. It's a different madrega. That's what the Rebbe is saying. Kim tam kvar malach tzarish yisrael b'shosh amakim esay, as boishlo b'shosh shereit from esay, mevazam esay, as pachda is anusa b'shosh einlo mizonis chaschalila. Therefore, the angels in Shemayim, their Baruch Shem it's it's out loud, but it's but it's not pain, it's not suffering. So we whisper it here in this world. That's how we say it. Does the tzaddik, is he able to empathize completely with the pain, with the pain of Amisra? It's the whole Metziah of the tzaddik. This whole Sefer is, 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 is the tzaddik empathizing. There's nobody that feels the pain as much as the tzaddik. 
because he feels not only the tsar of the Jew, but the tsar of the Shechina. There's nobody that feels in this world as much as the tzad, the pain. The tsar of the Shechina is the, is the deepest, deepest expression of the tsar of a Jew. Like it says, it's like it says in, in Sanhedrin. When even a person who's a haruge, someone who's a harug bezdin, we're not talking about a great person. Kalani miraishi, kalani mizrai. The Barishlam says, my, my head is hurting me, my arm is hurting me. The Barishlam is crying. The Rebbe talks about that in a second, you'll see. Now Yeshaya Navi got into trouble because he said strong lashon. He said, He was so to speak complaining to Hashem that you sent me to be a Navi and I'm sitting amongst people who are Tmeis Vasayim, you know. They have impure lips. So Lokach Hamalach Ritzba Mialam is so the, the Malach took a burning coal from the Mizbeach, Vyaga al and took took some milk and chaim, some uh, like pliers, whatever you call it, tongues, and he put the burning coal on the mouth of the Navi. The Chachmenu Zal Omru, Chazal say, Shama Kadesh Boruch Malach, that Hashem said to the Malach, Burn the mouth that speaks against my son. So Yeshaya Navi said something strong about Jews. And Hashem said, tells the Malach, Burn the mouth of the Navi that speaks against my son. Turn on the page one base. According to what we just learned, Roma's law Hashem, Hashem was hinting to the Navi. Roma's law Hashem. Shamata, this is what he was telling him. Shamata is kol hakoresh lamalochim. You heard. Because the Navi Yeshai heard the Karazel Zevamat. That was that's that's what Yeshai. That was the Navu of Yeshai when he became a Navi. That's the that's the parak over there. You heard the Malachim calling out to each other, being Mekabling Dein Midain. Shemata is Kol Hakoresh Malachim Kol Hakoresh Karazel Zev Bechinis Mekabling Dein Midain. You Yeshai Hanavi, you heard, you heard the Kaddish Kaddish. You heard the Karazel Zevam Mekabling Dein Midain. Kaddish Kaddish Kaddish. You heard that. You know, you know where they got the ability to call out in such a way to be to be able to be makabim demizayin midayin. I mean Yisrael ain't makabim. They received that from Yisrael. The rash hagodel, that whole big thing, the eshmach harai kol rash godel, the whole rash godel. This is what kedusha is all about. Their big noise, the big commotion. The rash hagodel, I should know amayis hasipim that it shook up the whole universe. You know where that comes from. Hashem is saying to Yishai, that comes from Yitzhar and Yisrael, it comes from the suffering of Jews in the world. 
because the Malachim are screaming out, Kaddish, 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 Mekal Midei Midein, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. Why are they screaming? Because of Tsar and Shi Yisrael, because of Jews suffering in this world who are being Mekabal one from the other. And the Malachim are screaming in Shemaim from that pain on earth. So Hashem says to the Navi, how could you say something bad about them? You yourself heard them. You yourself heard the whole universe is shaking. Where is it? What, what's the tumult? What's the Rash Godel? The Rash Godel comes from Jews on, on earth who are suffering. And now you go speak badly about them? You don't have Rachmanis on them? That's what Hashem says to the Navi. You're saying to Lataria that your mouth is going to be burned for speaking against my children. Don't you know what they're going through? The whole, the whole Rash and Shemaim. The whole Rosh and Shemaim is because of, a, of is because of Tsar and Shiyasol, because of Jews suffering. And then you go ahead and you and you add by, by saying something bad about them? Instead of being Malamit Shus, instead of defending them and helping them. How could you say something bad about those people? You know what they're going through? The Apostlech Murame is out of the Pesach is hinting now. Now we get to Vayikra. Now we get to Hashem, Kivyoch Hashem's pain. The Pesach Muram is at the Bezeh, Shaloi Belvad HaMalochim, Min Kriyas Yisrael, Min Mikablin Dei Midein Shalhem, Mikablin Esakriya, Vesem Mikablin Dei Midein Shalhem. The Malochim received this Korach, of the Korach Zel Zev, Mikablin Dei Midein, not only from Yisrael, but also, the Malachim are receiving this from Hashem, who's calling out to Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, why is Hashem screaming? What's the Kriya of Hashem? Because Hashem is Because I'm with the Jewish people in their suffering. That's the ultimate empathy. It's Hashem's crying. By Yikra El Moshe. B'nei She'ima Anochi B'tzar. It's the Malachim here, the crying of Am Yisrael, and the Mekabalim Dei Midein, and the Malachim here, the Kriya of the Vayikra El Moshe of HaKadosh Baruch Kiv Yachal, who's crying about all the sacrifices the Jews are making in this world for his sake. All of the sacrifices that Jews are are. are are bringing on the Mizbeach for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch that's Sefer Vayikra that's the Lashon Chiba that we were learning before and the Malachim hear this and then, they, and then they start screaming and yelling and crying and the Medrash Rabbah and Shmais it says regarding the Pasuk Vayikra Elov Elokim Mitoich that Hashem called out to Moshe Rabbeinu from within the bush, Vayoyma Moshe, Moshe. Hashem called out, Moshe, Moshe. Now the Medrash shows that there's a difference over here, because it's Bloy Psuk Taima, Bloy Psik Taima Kemoy Avram, Avram, Vayoyma Hineni. By the Akedah, it says also Avram twice. But there, there's a there's a stop in between. It's, it's it says over there, very much Avram Avram. It says Avram. There's a comma, and then Avram. 
And Avram said, Hineni, here I am. But there's a psik. There's a, a comma between the first Avraham and the second Avraham. And the Medrash says a marshal, but Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't have that. But Moshe Rabbeinu says, Now remember, the other Jews are, are in the suffering of Mitzrayim. And Hashem calls out from within that bush, from within the suffering, the misery, and the thorns. Hashem calls out and He says, But there's no psik. There's no, there's no comma between the first Moshe and the second Moshe. It says, Moshe twice. Why? So the Medrash says, Moshe Adam of Masui Godel Vakari Pliny Pliny Kravi Praik Melai Masui's Ayansha. The Medrash gives a marshal of a person who's being crushed under his under the weight of of some huge thing that's on him. So he screams out, Pliny Pliny, whatever, he screams out. Moshe, Moshe. There's no pause because the pain is unbearable. There's no pause. He said, please remove from my shoulders, take off from me this terrible load. So what the Medrash is saying is, Shabikesh mi Moshe Rabbeinu. That when Hashem called out to Moshe and he said, Moshe, Moshe, Hashem said it without any comma. Because Hashem Kivyacha was saying, I can't bear the suffering of my children. And therefore he spoke to Moshe in such a way, Moshe, Moshe, that Moshe, I need you to, I want you, I need you to go to Mitzrayim to take them out because I can't bear their suffering anymore. That's what Hashem is saying. And the suffering is so great that there's no, that there's no, there's no, comma between Moshe and Moshe. It's unbearable. Like the Medrash says a Moshe, when you're in pain, or, so, you're, or you're being crushed, you don't, you don't pause, you just scream out. So Kivyochel Hashem just screams out Moshe, Moshe, by the snare. There's no pause in between. By Avram, Avram, there's a psik in between. That's something else. The Hashem is giving instructions, Belosh and Chiba, to Avram Avinu, he said his name twice. Avram, Avram. But when it's an emergency, there's no pause. So by the snare, it's an emergency. Hashem says, I can't carry this anymore. They're suffering. And now you have to go to Mitzrayim to unburden me of this suffering. I'm suffering because Jews are suffering. I'm with them in their suffering. Therefore, there's, there's no comma between the two words of Moshe. Because Hashem is just calling out, so to speak. Just screaming out. Because the Tsar are the Jewish people. Over Cholza is this Gilu Yavrashi waited until Sefer Vayikra. Because all the Indian of Vayikra, remember, is that Jewish suffering counts. Ki'ilu. Ki'ilu, we ourselves were brought on the Mizbeach. And that's why Rashi waited until Sefer Vayikra, at the beginning of, of Sefer Vayikra, to tell us the Pneumius of that, of that Kriya of, of Vayikra. Whenever there are sacrifices... Whenever a Jew gives up, it's Kilo he himself is on the Mizbeach. And Hashem feels that pain and cries out, Vayikra el Moshe. He calls out. And the Malachim hear that in Shemayim. And the Malachim receive that Kriya, both from Am Yisrael, Umekablin Deimidein, and Kivyochel from Hashem himself, who is crying out, Mednei Tzar and Shisrael, because Hashem does feel our pain.
Hashem feels our pain, mamish. Whatever that means. You wanted to say something? No? Oh. Yes, yeah, sure. How is that washing chibur? Like this calling out, Hashem has so much pain. How is that like chibur? Meet Hashem and you'll have your, your child, you won't ask me that question. <laughs> I don't know how else to answer that. That's the biggest chibur. It's unbearable to see a child going through pain, even if you know it's good for the child. It's unbearable. And there's no greater show of, of affection and love when a child sees how much it hurts the parent. There's, there's no greater chibah, demonstration of chibah, that, that when the child is going through that difficulty, what the parents go through, that, that's, that's the biggest lashon chibah, the biggest lashon chibah. No, it should be piled already... That we should be zayich to see Mashiach. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Is there no Rashi or no Chaim Zalzad? Yeah, yes, yes. It's Jews. It's Jews giving tzedakah and learning Torah. It's like a regular nice day. But then it doesn't have to be with screaming. But when we learn with each other, so the Malachim and Shemayim they have chavuses too. But there's nothing like the crying. Nothing, not as loud as. The whole tumult in Shammai when, when, when Jews are sc- screaming in pain, that's something else. You have a minion, Shammai? Yeah.